captions. Is it the future of uh, of cinema and streaming? I don't know. Two of them came. Is it the future of entertainment? Me personally, I think it is going to be immersive VR porn. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. That oh my is goodness. the most dad moment Jacob has had. That was that is something our dad would say, like, oh my god, I raised I raised a failure. Uh, I don't know what else to say, dude. Like, what, like, I think it's the future. I think it's the future. Okay, so we've had no, couple- you're not ready for that conversation though. You're not ready for that. So instead we're gonna be talking about video game adaptations. We've had two oh we have we've had two really successful <laughs> video game adaptations in the last couple months. Uh, one on TV and one on in the movie screens, you know. First off is uh the Mario movie, the Super Mario Bros, which I don't think Jacob's seen, so he's not gonna have much to say here. No, 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 you can you can go ahead and if it's a there spoiler is, review, it's, it's okay. Yeah. We're not doing a spoiler review, don't worry. Okay. What is there to spoil that's in this the, movie? Yeah, that's kind of the point. There is no story. Damn. Yeah, it's just like a series of events all tied together. Yeah. It's like the, a, but it's like an animated, like bigger budget version of the Super Mario Super Show, is what some people have said, which yeah. I kind of I can kind of see that. No, for me, it's like for people, like especially critics, who are like, "Oh my god, no substance!" Like, have you played a Mario game? It's not for the story. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. not for the story. And I'm not watching this movie for the story either. I'm watching this because I want I want to see this dude on the big screen, and it was fun. It was it was completely serviceable as a form of entertainment maybe it fails as a film but i thought it was enjoyable if you're a fan of the series if you're like as big of a mario fan as like me or jacob or i mean i guess ruben I guess I, i'm a mario fan i ruben like mario is, ruben the only game ruben has played is mario 64 but that was only back when we were getting haircuts at that one at that one place so that's i played mario Shout Galaxy. Out that one place. i don't remember the name i don't remember the name of the person who gave me haircuts i know she fucked my shit up though that, that... <laughs> I've seen those old pictures. Playing Super Mario 64, baby. <laughs> I played Super Mario 64, but I walked out. a dinosaur, bro. I walked out looking like Vector from Despicable Me. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, stop. Shout out my barber. Jonathan, Jesus, you did not look that bad. We're not, I'm not bashing the person who used to give us her. But you did not look that bad. We don't even remember her name. Yeah, but still at the to... same point, that that's, that's it's kind of mean. It's mean. All right, we're not doing that. Mean, he says mean. This is where you cut me off. It wasn't when Jacob last time was was saying that the Rock would be nothing without his body type. <laughs> <laughs> that's problematic. That's problematic. <laughs> Uh, okay. I bet you if, the, if the rock ever listened to that, he'd have like a Joker moment where he's like dancing in the bathroom, like just admiring his body. He's just like, oh my god, like, I'm artistic. I am more than just my muscles. He's just out here dancing. Oh no! But he's doing it in, in like a rainforest cafe because everything that he does takes place in the jungle. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right, back to, back to the Mario movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go through the voice. The voice cast all did a great job, I feel. But there were except, a couple standouts. Except for. And it's, me, it's, it's not let me guess. You didn't like Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong, right? No, I didn't like Fred Armisen's uh, Donkey Kong. You know, my friends and I looked this up uh, later. Uh, Fred Armisen is half Hispanic and half, what was it? It was something else. He's not Jewish. Is what I'm saying really? here. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. And Ruben is laughing because he 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 just does like this Larry David just the entire. I was like, time. why didn't they just cast Larry David as cranky? Yeah. No, it, it, it just it's just like he's just he just he made Cranky Kong Jewish for why? no reason. I don't know. I, I don't know why this greedy monkey who was unwilling to help until your worth was proven was shown to be Jewish. But uh, that's come what, up that's, God damn it! That's the direction <laughs> they went in. I'm sorry, he's not Jewish. Why is he doing that voice? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tim, I could ask you the same question. Oh damn, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Cranky Khan was like, you're not going to be able to obtain the, the Khan army until you show me the correct amount of shekels, okay? Damn, <laughs> send me the clip then. Send me the clip then. Huh? Stop. I, am I, don't, I don't believe you. Stop with the semi-anti-Semitic <laughs> comments, Jonathan. Not, that's not anti-Semitic. Bro, you made a like, Jewish slight that wasn't in the you're movie. Dead, you're dead. You're you dead. You're dead. You're you dead. did. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> Apologize. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to cut this out and then like have a stupid explanation. A stupid explanation that could offend people. It was just a funny little. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. If I offended you, I'm sorry. I'm just attempting to be entertaining. You offended me. You offended me. Why are you offended? You're not Jew- you know, wait, when that ancestry.com shit gets back. <laughs> no! <laughs> you cannot that's, use that as an excuse. Our family you comes use from that. a Jewish part of Spain. That's, that's true. true. That is that is true. That is true. That would be the biggest <laughs> twist of all for me. That, that would be, be a huge twist. Anyway, oh, my God. Anyway, my entire thing is like, I, I Fred Armisen was not well casted for that. Regardless, Ruben, read off the rest of the voice. Oh, uh, then you got uh, Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong, which he's just doing Seth Rogen. Um, he doesn't do a voice. And I think in an interview, Seth Rogen even said, uh, if you cast me, you're just getting me. Like, I don't do voices. So it's just Seth Rogen. Like, <laughs> and I feel like Seth Rogen was the laziest out of the main cast. But at, And I say that as a Seth Rogen fan. But at the same time, it still was funny. At it still works. It kind of worked. The Seth Rogen laugh coming out of Donkey Kong was so surreal, though. That was that was a that was a nightmare come true. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I feel like it works, though. I I, I don't know, it, like imagining that. I feel like it works. It fits this. Character. Jacob, you gotta watch this movie. I think most of the world's watched it at this point. It's made eight hundred million dollars. Okay, it's okay. Don't double. make me feel like shit, bro. It has don't made, made double. Like no, no, no. It's made double what. <laughs> it's made double what the previous highest grossing video game movie had made. To give you an idea, <laughs> no, no reaction to that. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, then you got <laughs> Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. Who the hell he, is Kamek? He, he went in a completely different direction who, than I imagined. He who would is go. Kamek? He's uh, the, he, the little wizard guy. The little wizard guy. Oh. Yeah, so, so Kevin Michael Richardson is more known for like, kind of like this this bassier voice like he played shredder in the 2012 tmnt or whatnot he goes with this really nasally voice from quebec and it works i think almost better than like it would like that his bassier voice would have worked but i really i really wanted to see that juxtaposition 
of this tiny old looking dude just having this big bassy voice. But honestly, he worked. It worked. I really oh, enjoyed shit. it. This is the dude that plays Captain Ga- Gontu from uh, Lilo yeah. and Stitch. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He's known for that bassier voice, but he, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Like really, it's really entertaining. You got Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Uh, that one worked. That one it worked. Good. Yeah, they had him do a higher pitch. Um, I, I think it worked personally. He didn't I have much to do in the movie. I feel. But. Yeah, no, that Toad did not have anything to do. He was just kind of there. He was just kind of there yeah. on the adventure. Yet again, yet again, that is kind of what Toad is. Yeah, Toad yeah. just tags like, along. He's Toad just is like, never. Yeah, Toad is never has never done that much shit. You know what I mean? Like in yeah, the yeah. games. Um, uh, you got Charlie Day as Luigi, which standout. again, not much to do, but he was so good. That was the standout. It was him and you know, you know, the obvious one. But yeah, <laughs> I'm saving him for last. I'm yeah. I'm jumping in last. Uh but yeah, Charlie Day, really cool. Uh I hope we get like a Luigi Mansion spin-off with Charlie Day. I feel like yeah. that'd really work. Yeah. Because they yeah. have that one sequence in the movie where he's running away. Uh, yeah. Before he's like relegated to the Captain, damsel Captain in distress, Toad. the rest yeah. of the movie. Look, Captain Toad spinoff. <laughs> Can I get a Captain Toad spin? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, my god. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is Peach, which I think was she was yeah. good. She was fine. I think they're at home about like she did. I feel like almost good. anyone could have played Peach, quite honestly, but I I think she did a good job. Um, yeah. I, and then you got oh the big controversial one. Uh, let's let's do him before we get to this real real standout. Uh, Chris, Pratt. Chris Pratt as Mario, which I actually think he did a really good job. I actually walked out of that movie really enjoying Chris Pratt's Mario. Like I think, I think it works. I love I love because they still integrate that little Italian accent thing. They do this little introduction thing. Yeah, and don't like, don't yeah, spoil it. it. I know how the, I know how the movie starts though. Oh, okay, like, yeah, but like I, I like that. Because, like, they're like, yeah, we're not going to have them do these voices the entire movie. Like, obviously. Yep. But it's just kind of like, you know, it's it's a it's a fun little toss-up. It's a fun little, uh, like, like nod to, like, what it is. But honestly, I, I mean, like, people give Chris Pratt a lot of shit. Like, he they give him way too much shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm back. They, yeah. yeah, you're back. No. Okay. Yeah, they gave him way too much shit, like, undeservedly so. Um, I think, you know, he did, he did a good job. I, I actually think... You know, he plays a character, which everyone was worried. They just put Chris Pratt in and it just sound like Chris Pratt. He's like Chris Pratting it up the entire time, not really playing a character. But no, he's playing a character like he's voice acting. Unlike uh, yeah. like Seth Rogen, he's actually like playing a character. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah, he's trying. Uh, and, you know, shout out Charles Martinet as well. Original Mario as uh, he has a couple cameos yeah, in the movie. Um, but I really, yeah. I personally oh, really awesome. enjoyed him. And I got the start, so it's not really a spoiler. Yeah. But I personally like, really enjoyed him uh, as Mario's father. I actually think that was really good. Him playing. Oh my Mario. god! <laughs> oh wait, he That's plays awesome. his dad. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did a. That was his voice. Yeah, that was him. He oh, did he went, a really good job. He just went normal. He just went normal. Yeah, voice he did. That. Yeah. Holy shit! He I did, did a really not good. Know that. Yeah, he did a really good job. Sometimes That's you cool. forget that. Sometimes you forget the man. Voice actors voice have actors. range, yeah, dude. Range. Yeah. Like, we were just talking about Kevin Michael Richardson. Like, yeah. he's got crazy range, too, because he, he played just a freaking, just a massive freaking villain from Lilo and Stitch. And now he's this little tiny wizard dude. King yeah. of the Koopas. I can't do the voice. <laughs> the King of the Koopas. <laughs> okay, so Jonathan, got, Jonathan actually pretty pretty much yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's the real. It's up here. It's like a. 
The standout of standouts was Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. That, that doesn't so surprise me. Goddamn good. Like that movie that would not, not be as good without Jack Black. Seriously. Yeah. They he take cares. Bowser in a direction you're not expecting um at all. I don't know. I, I'd say I expected that. You expected them to do that? I did not expect yeah. them to do that with Bowser. Yeah, I mean like like um like because Ruben, you haven't played too much of like the newer games. Uh, I mean, like, I, I know what happens. He tries to yeah. marry Peach in Odyssey. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah. No, like Odyssey definitely was was like the blueprint for this because, like, yeah. Very slowly, they they've made him from like this big foreboding dude to something that's still big and foreboding, but that also kind of has a corny side to him, where it's like, yeah. you know, this yeah. guy is just <laughs> this is just <laughs> a dude who doesn't know how to act. No, but yeah, no. To be to be fair, like what they show in the trailers compared to what's in the movie, that that is fair. It goes in a direction you're not expecting, yeah. and you love it. Like it's such a great direction to take Bowser. I think. Oh, it completely fits. It completely yeah. fits. Like yeah. you're just laughing your ass off. Like every time he was on screen, I was having a ball with yeah. the movie. Uh, also, shout out Zack Snyder for directing this movie. Wait, why do you say that? You know how many slow-mo scenes in this movie? How many times were it? Oh. By the end, I was like, all right, that's number seven. That's number eight. There are so many times in this movie where it cuts to slow-mo. I'm not even kidding. But I bet it's beautiful because the animation is beautiful. Oh, yeah, the, the animation is really good. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they did. I don't know. I don't know what they had to... I don't know what they had to do to Illumination to produce a product like this. They put more uh, money into it than usual Illumination yeah. movies. It it's, costs, it's, yeah. it, it's just a beautifully animated movie. I'd say, like, like I get where the critics are coming from, but also, like I said, not everything has to be high art. It's just, it's a fun time at the movies. Take a couple of friends with you that are fans of this game, and you're going to have a blast. Like, it's, but, it's like... I went to watch this with my friend Peter, who I usually go to watch like that high art shit with. Yeah. And he watched that. And I was like, that's pretty good. And he was like, that was ass. <laughs> <laughs> some people like, are was... just too, to, some people like walking with one mode in the movies. I feel like you have to have, in my opinion, you have those two modes. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. I'm walking into a high heart product or I'm walking into like a popcorn blockbuster yeah. and I'm going to have fun. Yeah. Imagine like, if I walk into like a children's musical production. Like that one Alfred Molina skit from, from Funny or Die. But I'm just sitting there like abysmal. Bertolt Brecht would be would be ashamed if he saw what you were doing to his work. It's like uh, that's so the two standout sequences before we move on. Uh the cart sequence, so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, really, really good. Um I don't know. Like, I, I like how they brought in Mario Kart into the Mario movie. Yeah. Right off Dude, the bat. The the action direction in this movie is actually really good. For, for The like, two guys got... come from Teen Titans Go, so it kind of makes sense. They, they're kind of, yeah, they're kind of used to doing <laughs> an action yeah. and animation. Yeah. But the um, one sequence that had me grinning the entire time, beginning to end, was Mario and Donkey Kong's, like, uh, ascent, I'll call it, when they're, like, arriving yeah. in the... At the that Mushroom so, Kingdom. Yeah, I loved that. I love that. I love the like the last little action sequence when uh, Mario and Luigi. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil what happens. The last. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but no, no, we're little, not spoiling it. The last little action sequence where they're yeah. just like running through the army and yeah. just like just just freaking. 
But like, you know what really makes these sequences that I don't think we've mentioned, and I think he deserves a ton of credit for what he did. Uh, Brian Tyler's score for this thing. How could I even do? This man got my like a dream job for a lot of people. Like, yeah, a phenomenal <laughs> work of 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 taking these well known themes and integrating them and making them something like cinematic. There are things from Mario Galaxy, Mario World, Mario Three, the original Mario, like the original Mario Brothers. There's a uh, there's some Sunshine Odyssey. Or no? There's some Odyssey. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't Odyssey. think there was Sunshine in it. I don't remember. I can't remember yeah. if there was Sunshine, but they have like a little bit of everything. Like, and it's just it's just like there was the moment the moment when he gets the Tanuki suit. You hear the I, I can't remember. It's either Mario Three or Mario World, but like I think it's World. The theme starts playing. I was just like, oh my god! I was like, ah, oh, the feels like Brian Tyler, uh, a phenomenal job. Like he's stuck the, in the, some Luigi's mansion when Luigi yeah. was wandering around uh, yeah, Bowser's the kingdom. The score for this movie is really good. Uh, a few too many awesome. needle, a few too many needle drop moments uh, for me when it comes. What to, like, really sucks. Music. If you go listen to the soundtrack, uh, the one that really stands out to me, uh, they're arriving in the DK country. There's this track. They had they did a track uh, of like DK music spliced together when they were driving around and they replaced it in the final movie with Take On Me. But like if you go on the soundtrack, I don't remember what the track is called, but it, it's, uh, it's a DK country medley, like a bunch of DK themes while they're driving oh around. Oh my God, and they replaced it with Take On Me. Yeah. Out of here with you. And then, like the I need a hero sequence that they had in this movie was also replaced. If you go listen to the score, uh, there was this. Uh, they blended the Mario theme from the movie with the original Mario theme, and it created something really. What cool. the hell? Why did they take them out? <laughs> <laughs> because Illumination. And Stephen Illum- put these like dump. Oh my god! I was waiting. Yeah, Illumination. I- that was Illumination. Yeah, I was waiting for a Pharrell William track. I'm not gonna lie. I was. You got that during the trailer, trailler, though. You got that. <laughs> You got Dirty Dagger in the migration trailer that played yeah. before the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Pharrell has this. I, I, you guys will notice this, and this is for the this is for the for the listeners too. But if you listen to any song that Pharrell has produced, he has a producer tag that most people don't realize, which is like the uh, it's the four it's the opening four the beats. four beats, right? Yeah, yeah. Bam, bam, they were, bam, they were bam, happy, bam. happy. It might be crazy what I'm about to say. He also did a All Right by Kendrick Lamar, and that starts with Oh, it's my love. I had to, but like he does that. Like, oh, cool. I didn't know that. That's a cool little thing. That's a cool little thing. It's better Um, than yelling out DJ Khaled at the beginning of each track. Exactly. No, it's better than it is. It, it's that, it's more creative. It's more creative. It's more and creative, you know, and you know immediately. But I was waiting to hear that four count in the in the Mario movie. I was really getting worried. <laughs> I was I was waiting for the bump 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 yo Pharrell on the track. I'll be jumping on Coopers. <laughs> now this is to, to wrap up. This is the most six out of ten, seven out of ten movie you can get. But it's a whole lot of fun. You should watch yeah. it. Yeah, this movie is like a solid six or seven. Like, if I if I'm judging this, if I were to judge this on the merits of a movie, it'd probably be lower than that. Yeah, probably like a five but or something. It's fun. It's fun. So fun. You know, not everything has to be like super deep. However, if you want to care about deep, our next topic the, here. Our next the- topic to wrap up the pod: uh, the Last of Us adaption, which you know I had been mentioning 
on and off for like the entire life of this podcast. Wait, give me give me two seconds. I'll be back. All right. Keep it going. Right, give me a second. Let's wrap it up. So yeah, The Last of Us adaption uh, finished airing in uh, middle of March, but Jonathan and Jacob and I all finally finished watching it. Well, I should say Jonathan finished watching it in the yeah. last few days. Uh, Jonathan, what do you think of The Last of Us adaption? Uh, um, what do I think about it? I'm, just, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm doing a visual. I'm sorry. I'm doing a visual gag. <laughs> Forgetting that this is an audio format. No, uh, but uh-huh. so, uh, and I talked about this uh, a few podcast episodes ago, but I finally got around to playing the game and my God, what what an amazing like what a phenomenal game honestly um i think there are still things in the game to me that work better than than in the show like a few things here and there like very rarely but that show phenomenal i really really loved it i really enjoyed it i feel like the ending maybe was a little bit rushed personally personally uh but like other than that like the acting is so good. The <laughs> casting choices are amazing. Yeah, Pedro like, Pascal, Bella Ramsey. Pedro Pedro kills it. Bella is just amazing, spectacular. And I I I remember after the uh, after the Left Behind episode, I was really like, wow, who is still complaining about Bella Ramsey yeah. as Ellie, and why? Like, what is your complaint? Like that she exactly. doesn't look exactly like Ellie does in the game. Like she has the spirit down like she's got that character oh no she nails every single emotional moment she adds more nuance what i loved about pedro pascal and bella ramsey though is it is the same plot but they're different characters it's their own take on the characters yeah um you know like joel is way different from video game joel um tv show joel so in the video game joel is more vicious uh has a more angry side and Pedro has that to the character too, but it's mostly he's playing more of a sad and weary Joel and it really works for the yeah. TV show. And like, like a, a Joel that like has like, like, like even like, like, and this gets revealed in the last episode. So I don't even know if I should say, but like the way that it's revealed that he got the wound on his head. Yeah. That was yeah, a really good choice. I, that was such an amazing moment to me where it's like, this dude is so fatigued and like, He's so downtrodden and it's like, it's like, there's not like the, 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 the video game Joel still has a fight to him. And there's a reason for that. It's because you're playing as in in a third person game. So obviously he can't be the subdued guy when you're literally out there just like murdering legions of people. Yeah. But like in the show, it works so well because it's kind of like this, it's like this person, there's no fire left. There's no joy in life left. He's just kind of like struggling on and the entire thing. And the entire thesis of the show is like, you're you you keep finding things to fight for. Your luck runs out eventually, and 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 like, there's no promise that you'll make it to tomorrow. But until then, you fight and you find reasons to keep fighting. And I think that Pedro really captures that like that that sentiment really well. Um, I feel like the only change I didn't like as much when it came to Joel was I really wanted the watch to be more of a motif in the show as it was in the video game. There's just ah, there's just something about that moment that that last scene in the video game where like Joel's like you keep finding reasons to keep going and he like grabs at his watch like really subtly like I really wanted that out of Pedro but like I feel like the watch wasn't used as much as a as a as a symbolic motif but like 
I mean, Pedro's turn as the character. It's also he's he's a more scared Joel too. Like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's aware of his limitations. Yeah. Is that that the episode with Tommy is phenomenal? Just because like he has that moment, that scene where he just breaks down. And he's like, I am not like who I used to be. I can't protect this person. I can hardly protect myself. I'm like breaking down. I'm definitely not like half the person I used to be. That kind of thing. Like it's just. Ah, it's good. <laughs> but like, I feel like Pedro isn't even the standout here. Like, it's definitely Bella. Like, Bella, Bella is the standout. Yeah, Bella stole the show. I'd say. Like, so no, that, that's the crazy thing. Like, I came to the show for Pedro Pascal, expecting great things, and he gave it. But like, then the person I walked away like loving the most on the show was Bella Ramsey. Yeah, like I'd seen her on Game of Thrones, like a yeah. bunch of other people, but I still. Did not expect her to nail it the way she did. Yeah, she gets that character really well. Um, another another shout out to mm-hmm. uh, like that the Sam and Henry episode I think is also way up there. Like I think that's the best one. If it's, yeah, no, to me it's, it's the best it's one. Think, For me, yeah. it's that it's between that or Left Behind. I feel like those are the are the, the two best ones when it comes to delving into these characters. But like the way that they handle Sam and Henry in the in in the show somehow makes their storyline that much more devastating like it's already hard enough in the video game like that is a rough it's a rough arc but like the show makes it that much worse where it's like like you do all these things to keep surviving you fight for all these things and like you do these horrible things in the name of the people that you love and then you lose that and it's like you're just left with all those horrible things you did and now they mean nothing now they're just horrible things. And now yeah. you're just a bad person because it, it, it all yeah. added up to nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and you see that in Henry's face. Yeah. Like during that key moment, like you see like this, this mix of like, of like, oh my God, what did I do? Like he goes through the stages of grief so quick. It goes to just like, no, this, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't keep going. Uh, that episode's yeah. phenomenal. Uh, I think it introduces a lot of themes that are going to get delved into in the next seasons of this show, especially. I feel yeah, like that was like, yeah, uh, that was like a... Especially like, with I, uh, Melanie Lewinsky's character actually yeah. like gets some of the themes from the second game. I was going like, to say, I really, I really was not digging her character yeah. at first. But then, like they definitely, they definitely brought me back around on her. Like the longer that she was on screen, because I was definitely like, oh god, this is like what would happen to a Karen? I was like, this is what would happen to a Karen in the apocalypse. Like this baby talk. Like, oh no, that's not how it works. And just shooting a dude. I'm like, oh, I hate them. But they really, you know, they do the character justice. I, I feel yeah. like they, they really, they really bring you back around on that character and you understand her motivations. And I, I mean, like as a writer myself, I I, I definitely, this is, that's a technique I use is like you use like a, a microcosm like that to introduce like a bigger theme that then gets expanded upon as you go along. And I feel like that introduces so many interesting themes that get built on as you go on. Uh, but no, this show was really good. Also, yeah. shout out to a long, long, long time. That episode, phenomenal as well. We could talk about Nick this Offerman, show. amazing. Uh, but credit to like Craig Mason, who did Chernobyl, who was amazing. Uh, Neil Druckmann also for being willing to change up his work and adaption because not every creator is willing to do that. Yeah. Um, though some will kick and scream a lot more, but he was willing to accept, hey, some of this stuff may work better uh, 
a different way in a TV show yeah. rather than just it's a straight super, one for one adaption. It's super weird. Because yeah. uh, like when you're playing the game also, like the main people that you're fighting against are other people. Like the clickers are there and like the infected are there, but they're really not the main thing. But it's so weird watching the show because they're there even less. Like they really that is my yeah. only complaint with yeah. the show. I think they needed to bring in the clickers a little bit more or the yeah. zombies a little bit more, like yeah. one or two more times. Only complaint, but like from in the terms of like a from narrative storytelling, from an acting perspective, from a yeah. writing perspective, they nailed everything. I wasn't a fan of mm. like Joel's little hospital freak out. Like, like I liked it. I liked what they ended up doing, but I feel like oh, at the end of the show, yeah, yeah, I feel like it should have been. I think played out a little bit more, and I think, mm. but I kind of like the idea of like the audio almost fading out, and it's like this, just this desensitized Joel just going through and doing what he has to do. Yeah, but I, you also kind of want like one of my favorite parts of that scene in the game is that you get to feel like this guilt yourself as to like, oh my god, what am I doing? Because like these people are like screaming. And being like, oh my god, he's killing our friends for what? Like, why are you doing this? Why the hell are you doing this? All this, mm -hmm. like, ugh. but it's just like, it's still, it still hits. And I think Pedro really brings this kind of like deadness to the role. Although it's like he he brings this kind of like he brings like he, he brings that kind of like over it or like kind of like there's nothing left. For yeah. Him. He's really just yeah. dead inside. Like, there's really not much left for this character, and it really starts breaking you when you get to that last episode. Because a lot of those last monologues or whatnot, those like final monologues that Joel has to Ellie, like you're really starting to see, like, wow, there's really this this dude has nothing left. Like, really, there's nothing left for him, like anywhere. Like, he has like a few things here or there, but he's really just like a ghost. Like he's he's like pushing through and he's making it. But it's like, goddamn. No, but uh yeah, I mean like I'd still recommend playing the game, honestly. Like if like if you're not a if it's a not, whole different experience and I think they yeah. enhance one another. No, I think I, I'm I gonna think, I'm gonna play the game for sure because I, I haven't played out of the three of us, I'm I'm still the only one that hasn't played it's the game. It's such a good through. game. It's just so dude, that the this the David section in the game I think is my favorite, like gameplay wise. Gameplay wise, integrated with story, like that is such an amazing. But well, I think they also adapted it really well in the show, dude. Was... It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Anyway, I think, I think it's especially rough for me because I can see kind of like the, the like, especially as someone who has who is a part of the church, like you, you, you can see you see the same tendencies that David has in like people within that same community today like this thing is like oh we we're gonna exploit this in order to like kind of like have our way with a bunch of people you know what i mean you see that yeah, yeah. and people using the guise of the divine to like to like just do whatever the hell they want and i really like that in this anyway show. we could wax poetic for a long time on this show but jacob sure. um i'm gonna give you the yep. floor since i don't think you've said all that you yeah, want to say as much yeah exactly uh, just say, yeah anything you want to talk about the show well, um, I want to say, like, first and foremost, I don't know if we've, we've, we haven't talked about it too much, but the visuals in this show, like, I feel like we're taking for granted, like, the um, like how how desolate everything, and like, obviously not everything. I don't think I don't know if that was CG. I I think most of it was CGI, but like the like the building, the visual storytelling that they yeah. did in the in the show is just like it was it was it was amazing. You know what I mean? Like some of these shots, like. With the wide angle shots, the establishing shots, you know, they seem so real that you kind of just forget that, you know, it's like it's CGI. 
You know what I mean? When I was watching it, I was like, damn, this is like, what? where is that? You know what I mean? Like, that seems like an actual place. And like everything outside of the zone is like, is like, seems very realistic, like to uh, how something would look or how like a city would look like during the apocalypse or something. And you know what I mean? Like everything is like all covered in greenery yeah. and stuff like that. Like there's moss growing on it and st- like, it's, it's very believable and things are falling apart and shit like that. I just, I just love like the visuals and it's, it's great visual storytelling, but um. I also want to talk about the the character development. I think that's also one of the the greatest uh, things about this show. It's just like they start like you know Joel and Ellie. They they start off. Joel is like kind of you know he doesn't want to like he's still cold to like everyone kind of thing. Like the only person he has like room for is um what was the the character that Tess, uh, was Tess. with them? Tess. Tess. Yeah, like the that was the only person who was like kind of like warm towards. Uh, yeah. near the beginning and so like he he was like okay well like like i'll do this just for for like uh the car battery and then like so i can go see my brother and stuff like that so his motivations are like completely different at the start ellie's like you know she all, all she wants to do is escape and explore outside of the zone but like slowly um like over the episode like as the episodes like move on and like um you could see their motivations changing and like the relationship with one another changing and all that stuff and it's just kind of it's like cool it's very awesome to see that uh i think like the writers did a great job obviously with the the actors as well because like they made it believable Mm -hmm. um because like if if you don't like like if you don't act if you don't act well and like that's slow like shifting and uh motivation is not going to be as believable the audience is not going to believe it um it's not gonna they're not gonna like eat it up as as well as if like the actors are like you know putting all their emotion into it and stuff like that and so like i think okay like both ellie joel you know pedro pascal and um what's her name bella ramsey or something like yeah, that? Bella that yeah bella ramsey yeah great great jobs um in every episode uh and i think that no whoever whoever casted did it was perfect casting i think um, you could say that they don't look exactly like their characters from the video games, but like, oh my god, they get the characters so well. I think I haven't yeah. played the games myself, but like, I just I, I, at a certain point I didn't even see like the actors. You know what I mean? Or like, it, it was just like it was just the characters from from the game or from the show. Um, and it's it's just it was just like it was beautiful to see that all and yeah. and how everything unfolded and yeah, like at the in the final episode, you're just like you're completely like captivated and just like enthralled in the story i think um it's probably the same way with a game you know like wh- where is it going to end where is it you know what's the climax what's going to happen to both of their characters and stuff like that where, where does this all lead to and so you're not even like thinking about it like the story is like this i'm glad they like you could tell they stuck the landing because like you were just i think as an audience member you were just so focused on where the story was going where it's heading uh what what happens to the characters that like you're forgetting that this is like this is not this is not like and like this is you could tell that it's like like the fingerprint of a good story is like when you're so enthralled in it that everything everything else like that you're focused on in life is just like kind of like out the window you're just literally like you're you know what i mean you're engaged with that story you're engaged with that story and you're engaged with that moment you can you feel for the characters like you could literally like cry if like something happens to them and stuff like that and like, you know, that that is a very rare sentiment, at least for me, to like, you know, to find in the story. So like it's just like it was it, it's great and, and the show does a great job. I haven't played the game yet, but I'm sure that the game does a great job as yeah. well. 
And so, so unfortunately, Ruben was right this entire time, and I'm upset yeah. about it. What can it. I say? I knew it. Once they, they got the last push, which I think is the best game ever made. It's my favorite game ever. Yeah. And then they got – well, from a narrative perspective, I yeah, guess you yeah. could talk from like other perspectives, but from a narrative perspective, nothing beats The Last of Us. Um, and then you get the guy who did one of the best TV miniseries ever, if not the best um, in Chernobyl. You get that guy, Craig Mason, to adapt the game with the original uh, creator of The Last of Us, which I think is already a great game. I mean, I, I feel I felt like it was the perfect combination. It wasn't going to fail. And I am glad I was right. Like yeah. when you get no, no, you were right. You were level, right when you get that level sure. of talent in there, yeah, yeah. And you know they stuck it's, the landing in the sense as well, Jay. That the debate, the same debate yeah. that you the same debate at, was yep at yeah. the end of the game. You have at the end of the show. Yep, yep. That same exactly. conversation because we watched it with, with our dad. And we still had that same conversation, same like yep. about Joel's actions. Even though dad's the right a thing. doctor, and uh, our dad's a doctor, uh, and he was just like, "Yo, this is just poor medical practice." Yeah, <laughs> which it, it was. So it was. Don't it is. It is. Show yeah, totally the Last is. of Us to doctors because they'll be like, "Well, actually, uh, this is a very stupid way of going." About <laughs> it is a stupid way of going. No, about it, it is. It is. No, one hundred percent. Without spoiling yeah, it, they but, were definitely running it. They were definitely running into that. I, I think the, the the video game does a much better job of, of of giving you the sense of like why they're in such a hurry. In that like you like as you're going up to get Ellie, you can see these these journals that Marlene has written, where she's just like everyone counted on me, and I I trusted this the salvation of the world to a complete stranger, and he hasn't arrived yet, and all of like I've lost so many men, and I've like like so it's just kind of like I need to do this when my actions aren't vindicated, like or yep. like. It's the same thing with, with with Sam and Henry. It's like I did all these things and I lost so much and I've done things that I'm not proud of to get to this point. And if I mm. don't get to that point, then what was all of this for? You know, what Definitely. was all of that? Mm. What was all of that like inhuman and 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 arguably borderline evil? Like what what was yep. all of that for? Like you know, agreed. Yep. Also, quick shout out to Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, the original Joel and Ellie. Their roles in this were really good. I, yeah, I did not expect that out of Ashley Johnson. Like, I didn't. I didn't think they were gonna. I didn't know what character she was gonna play. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, and then Troy Baker was also really good in episode eight as yeah. uh, David's right hand guy. Yeah. Um, but we could watch poetically for hours, but we've already yeah. gone a long time on this episode. Uh, I'll just say, watch The Last of Us, play The Last of Us. Doesn't matter which one you do. Experience the story of The Last of Us. One of the best zombie stories yeah. ever told. One of I the best like... character studies I've ever seen. Um, one of the best like video to... game adaptations as well. I yeah. think. I was like, beyond the last one, I think we really need to start going into these podcasts with like fewer notes, just because like yeah. we need, because we could get off topic and hit like seven sure. different things at the same time. Yeah, we probably like, change how we like prep for the show, but uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. that'll do it for uh, this episode of Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed. I think next time will be Guardians Three, unless we do something beforehand. But I think next time probably, will be Guardians yeah. Three. But um, I, I think we should do an episode where we just talk about our feelings and like how, like how we. How, how do you feel, JQ? Mm, this is this is good. Uh, this is I good. feel like uh, I feel yeah. kind of like, I feel kind of um, you know what? Like recently, I've been feeling kind of uh, kind of up dog. Oh, what's up, dog? You don't feel cranky like Cranky Kong? 
You will never possess the Kong army. You will not possess it. <laughs> All right. Peace out before Dolphin says something what, offensive again. What even uh, is the Kong army? What is the Kong army? Jonathan, Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan, how do you, how do you say uh, gloves in Spanish? Want this dick in your mouth? Oh my god! <laughs> and we're out! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>